You may take your seats. Before I begin, I want to apologize for not getting my sermon title in the bulletin. My title for the sermon this morning is, Can Anything Good Come Out of Nazareth? Will you pray with me? God, you have called us into your presence this hour. Send your spirit upon us that we might hear your word and that I might speak what is pleasing to you, O Lord. Amen. Six or seven years ago, I had a very distinct conversation with my pastor. We were having lunch together to talk about what everyone at church had been saying about me, that I was called to be a pastor. This was a topic that I wasn't particularly thrilled by. It made me feel weird. So after the waiter took our order, I said with great conviction to my pastor, being called is a bunch of BS. I don't buy it. My curt declaration came from a place of great suspicion, fear, and doubt. If God really calls people, if God is really calling me, then that means that God is actually here with us, interacting with the world. Do I believe this? Can I believe that God's activity extends beyond the pages of Scripture? The way that Jesus calls the disciples is rather preposterous. Some are told by John the Baptist to follow Jesus. Others, they're minding their own business at work when Jesus shows up and says, Hey, follow me. And for some strange reason, they follow him. Sometimes without even asking any question. These people, having never met this guy, stop everything and follow him. However, in today's reading, we get a disciple that I can finally relate to. Nathaniel, a guy who is a little uncertain about being called. The gospel tells us that Nathaniel is minding his own business underneath a fig tree when Philip, with great excitement, interrupts him to let him know that he has found God's anointed one, the Messiah. This is the one that Moses and the prophets have been writing about this is the one that Moses and the prophets have said would come and save the world. And it's Jesus. It's Jesus, son of Joseph, the carpenter from Nazareth. Upon hearing Philip's pronouncement, Nathaniel cleverly replies, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? 
Nathaniel knows about this backwater hamlet called Nazareth. His common sense tells him that no Messiah, and certainly not anything good, can come from this speck on the map. But Jesus knew Nathaniel. Jesus knew that Nathaniel must be his disciple. Here is a man of no deceit, retorted Jesus. Nathaniel is not of deception, and it's as if Jesus himself had been getting a little suspicious of everyone who followed him without question. In spite of, or because of Nathaniel's misgiving, Jesus called Nathaniel. Jesus knew that there is more to see than what we look for. And so he said to Nathaniel, Come, be my disciple. Come, you will see greater things than these. You will see heaven opened up. In the same way that Jesus calls Nathanael and all of the other disciples, Jesus calls each of us. Jesus sees us under our proverbial fig trees and longs to show us the goodness that is given to us, to call us by name, to call us to the way of truth and life. The psalmist reminds us that God created us and called us while we were still being knit in our mother's wounds. Our existence and life was beheld by God's own eyes while we were yet unformed. We were made to live fully a life of purpose and joy even before we existed. Now, I'd be lying to you if I said that this doesn't sound unreasonable or that this doesn't sound like an idyllic tale. Question this, you should. The notion of a life of delight and fulfillment that has been prepared for us by God is absolutely contrary to reason. Trust me, you're not going to be the first person to question such an idea, to question such a call. Nathaniel didn't hesitate to challenge it. Mary, Jesus' own mother, was so troubled by this possibility that she fled with haste to the house of Elizabeth. We heard last Sunday the story of Samuel's call read. Samuel was being called in the temple, and Samuel was not quick to buy this call. So God had to keep on calling, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. Tomorrow, we will remember the light and life of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Someone whose work and way is and of itself a testament to God's call. And someone who followed in the footsteps of Samuel, Mary, and Nathaniel, in that 
Dr. King, too, was surely suspect of God's call. Yet, King's life also shows us the immense purpose of our lives that is found in God's call. According to Dr. King, God's call was a, quote, sense of responsibility that he could not escape. God saw King from afar, sitting under a fig tree, and God called out to him. King calls this this call from God an inescapable urge to serve society. King surely doubted and questioned God's call at many junctures in his life. This call to the unknown, going through fear and despair. Can anything good come from following Jesus and ultimately the cross? I can imagine Dr. King as a child growing up hearing of lynchings and saying to himself, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can good news possibly be found here? When angry white supremacists called his home and threatened the lives of his family, I can hear Dr. King saying, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can good news be found here? As God called Dr. King to expand his work to include economic justice and to oppose the Vietnam War, surely Dr. King's immediate response was, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can good news be found in this continued resistance? Dr. King found the good news. He found it in his call, in his following Christ. Nothing good could come out of Nazareth if he did not welcome it. God calls each and every one of us. God calls each and every one of us to life. We are called to come and see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. To paraphrase the words of Frederick Buechner, we are all called. We are all called to the place where our deep gladness meets the world's deep hunger. We are all called to the place where our deep gladness meets the world's deep hunger. For Dr. King, that call was to redeem the soul of America. For me, that call is serving as a Christian minister. What might it be for you? Where is Jesus calling you to come and see? Notice all we need to do is come and see. In spite of, or because of my misgiving, 
Jesus called me and continues to call me, even though I told my pastor this was BS. God's call is for each of us. God's call is preposterous. God's call is a call to life. We are not asked to become a different person or to become something that we are not or to do something that we just cannot do. No. God's call is a way of life. God's call is to follow abundance. This is the way that was created for you. Put down those things that constrain you. Forget about the assumptions of life. Jesus is calling you. Softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling you, calling for you and for me. Why should we tarry when Jesus is calling, is pleading for you and for me? Amen.